I, oh, here, let, right. can I introduce the song? Yeah, please do. Eli, take it away. That was the Argent with Hold Your Head Up High. You're goddamn right. <laughs> well, I well, okay, it's the song. Is the song called Just Hold Your Head Up? Yeah, it's just called Hold Your Head Up. Oh, right, yeah. yes. But I did know it was the Argent. Yes. And <laughs> How I, did you know that? <laughs> yeah. When I was in, like, early high school, I had the Argent's Greatest Hits on CD. Oh, sick. Okay, so there, there are two songs. <laughs> it was just a side A and a side B. <laughs> it was just that song twice. Um, no, honest to God, uh, it was actually really good. I That's kind of a sleeper band for me. It's a band that I constantly forget about. Yeah. But I honestly got super fucking into them. I loved the Argent in high school, and I was, and nobody else did. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Pretty much. Me too, man. Um, I, uh, uh, I kind of I was actually listening to a podcast this, this week and they brought up that band Argent and I'm like holy shit I haven't thought about them in a very long time um, and yeah that song slaps um, their other song that that would have been on their greatest hits album is God gave rock and roll to you That's which right. I thought was a kiss song but it turns out it's a uh, it's a cover that kiss did and it turned out to be more popular than Argent's original they got it taken away from them so <laughs> Correct. Yeah. Yeah. I, I had a very similar experience where I also thought that was a kiss song and I yeah. thought it was a really shitty kiss song. And I actually <laughs> would say that it is because it's a better Argent song. Maybe I just have nostalgia for Bill and Ted's bogus journey because that's the first time I heard that song. Uh, and that's it. It slaps in that context. That's how they end the movie. It's this epic like they're at the show. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, sure, sure, sure. I'll take that. Uh, actually, Mother Love Bone covered "Hold Your Head Up." No kidding, um, that's awesome. Yeah, which I have on a seven inch of them. The B side is a cover of that song. Oh, that'd be sweet. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. So there's that, and another little tidbit. Yeah, good to know. All right. Well, welcome back to the Vinyl Frontier podcast. Uh, it's been a while since we've been in the booth uh, of the spaceship to do this again um it, this is going to be well after everything really happened but uh i i had to i had to take sick leave i had to get teleported back to earth so i could go see a doctor um because i had a, a big old cyst on my you penis was... <laughs> i was just gonna ask if you were gonna tell him yeah uh yeah i mean it, it, no it wasn't on my penis please don't please don't think it that. was uh, your taint right <laughs> yeah, I pretty much I yeah, I had a I had a cyst in my groin. Uh it's definitely taint adjacent. Yeah. And that taint um, no lie. <laughs> and that taint no, taint no lie. Um but yeah. Zero out of ten would not recommend Can't recommend it. Yeah, just fucking god, dude. Cysts are just a pain in the ass. And it, it cysts are those things where it's like nothing really causes them. You get like an ingrown hair or something, mm. and then your body flips out. Yeah. <laughs> and then you just start bleeding and oozing pus from wherever that's going on. Which, if I could pick potentially the worst place to bleed and have pus come from, it would probably be your groin. Because it is very <laughs> uncomfortable, very hard to take care of, and you've never really felt like an old-timey sailor with a venereal <laughs> disease until your groin is just leaking fluid. So, sorry, that was a little graphic and gross, but it did happen to me, so I've been dealing with that. Did you ever notice you can only use two things? Pus and sexuality. I, I fucked it up. Delete that. Take it out. <laughs> Copy. <laughs> Let me take it again. Did you ever notice you can only use two things? Sexuality and pus. <laughs> it's a quote from The Office. <laughs> okay. I, uh, yeah, I actually don't remember that one. That's pretty funny. Oh, Jesus. Uh, uh, um. But yeah, anyways, I'm doing better. I was on Good. probably the world's strongest antibiotics. Oh my god, that was terrible. Um, it, it, antibiotics are a lot like weed now. They're just like it's insane. Like <laughs> I took antibiotics as a kid and it was fine. Like you know, oh, I don't really feel great. Uh, and when I would smoke weed when I was a kid, um. <laughs> You know, it'd be like, oh, I'm high, but I feel okay. And nowadays, it's just like, dude, I smoke weed. I'm going into full-blown, like, panic attack, existential dread yeah, for two days. stepped up a little bit, huh? Yeah, I take these <laughs> antibiotics. I'm, like, puking every morning. Like, it's just, 
it's wild, man. They've they've stepped up the antibiotic game. Yeah. <laughs> so I was down and out for a week, but I am feeling better. Things are going better. I may or may not get a quote unquote doctor because apparently you're supposed to quote unquote have one. Uh, so we'll see how that goes. But uh, yeah, so no, I'm feeling a lot better. I got I got a uh, you know I joined uh, joined back up with the ship and the uh, next Leon cluster. Uh, picked me up there and uh yeah we're back in the booth we're hitting this today scotty uh is doing pretty well i uh got him a little uh I've, i got him some beef jerky i don't know if you know scotty loves beef jerky oh i did not know that so i've been kind of riding his ass a little bit uh in more ways than one so i decided to get him a little bit <laughs> decided to give him a little bit of beef jerky oh it's like that huh yeah okay. he seems to be in a little bit of a better mood so we'll we'll see how the episode goes right on right on um, well, Eli, what are you, are you drinking anything? Oh yes. Yes. Mitch, uh, whew, far too thirsty. I am. I'm drinking one of my favorite summer beers, if not my favorite summer beer and kind of responsible, uh, because of you. Um, okay. I can't <laughs> continue to do this podcast. So- Mitch for like a solid so- <laughs> two minutes has had a bottle. I assume he's trying to open and a knife in his <laughs> Getting dangerously close to hurting himself or somebody I, else. So let's just. What I was going to try to let you. I was going to try to let you talk while I struggle with this. I shouldn't have done that. That's rude. I'm sorry. <laughs> well, I was trying to push through for the sake. I here, cannot but, uh, open this goddamn bottle. What? It, what is it? I. It's a bottom out Malibu. I was going to surprise you. I got a little cocktail. I'm going to make. Oh, it's going to okay. be pretty fun when we get to it. Yeah, if you ever, it, it's a it's a shooter bottle also for the listeners here. Oh my, oh lord! <laughs> I think it worked. Wait a Did it minute. Did Mitch is just full stabbing the bottle through the cap. There's a little tiny hole in there now. I think that'll be good enough. I'm gonna let that uh, pour into my drink while you talk. It'll take about, uh, just gonna take about 17 minutes. <laughs> about 17 minutes. Perfect. Perfect. <laughs> Um, but yeah, no, the beer, the beer I was describing was Rolling Rock. I'm just, I'm just rocking some Rolling Rock, baby. Um, yeah, nothing, nothing exciting on my end, but I do love a good Rolling Rock. And I do think you're right. Beer in green bottles are just good. Yeah. And I also think beer in green bottles is the best for summer. I think that's when they're most applicable in life. It it is summer. So today's, uh, we're, well, we're a little bit behind, but it's Memorial Day weekend. So we're kind of, uh. I, I guess feeling that I guess summary summary drinks. Yeah, pretty much because your shooter that you're stabbing. Oh, check it out! I got it to work. I just have to squeeze it. Oh, perfect! That is <laughs> that is the the design. Uh, it's it's a little shooter of Malibu, which this is pretty hilarious to see because he did he stabbed the bottom of the bottle, and it the is top coming just out. Would not come off. I was I've been struggling with that since we started the goddamn podcast. <laughs> it's just. He was always like fidgeting with something like off camera. And I'm like, I guess he's trying to open something. And then I've tried to talk. And it's just him with a knife, just like, wham, wham. like bro, are, are, yeah, are you good? What are you doing? Alrighty, I think we got it. All she's right. Kicked. Well, she's kicked. She tapped. All right. Well, tell us about this fucking cocktail, dude. Was that Dr. Pepper? Uh, Check it out. Strawberries and cream, Dr. Pepper. Oh, okay. Have you had this yet? I did try it. I didn't love it, admittedly. I didn't think oh, it was bad. Really? I, it wasn't my favorite. Like, I would maybe get it again, but it, it definitely didn't blow me away. I have been blown away. Um, oh, okay. All right. You're in. You're inducted. Uh, I am all the way in. Um, and recently, they actually started selling it at my work, too. So now I can get it at work. Ooh. And it's just a problem for me. <laughs> yeah, because I a try dangerous... not to drink like soda, and when I do, I always drink like diet soda. So, right, uh, I don't know if they have like a diet version of this. If so, I can't find it like at work anyway. So I'm, uh, I've been drinking a lot of these, but I thought it would be fun to try out. Um, mix. I had a little bit of a little tiny thing of Malibu in there that I was like, that can't be bad, right? Malibu strawberries and cream and Dr Pepper. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's actually a really good idea. Give it a give it a swig here. I'd like to hear. Uh, so first off, I have some plastic bottle in my. Oh, drink. perfect! Yeah, I <laughs> really round out the flavor profile. <laughs> Fucking plastic. 
it's pretty good um i can already tell um the all the malibus at the bottom <laughs> oh yep yep because uh i'm not a planner okay you know what you know what i'm gonna do Oh, there you Give go. Give it a Take... little stir ski. Yeah, there you go. Start with your <laughs> knife. That's a that's a that's a power move. In any <laughs> social yeah, any social setting, that is a fucking power move, dude. Now I don't want my knife to get all sticky, so. Oh, that <laughs> was fucking insane. He put the entire <laughs> knife into his mouth. That was. Oh my god, I'm getting old <laughs> because that actually scared me. <laughs> Did that scare you a little bit? Y- yeah, I'm like, oh, 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 like I just total dad mode. Oh no, 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 no don't do that. <laughs> don't, 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 no, we don't do that with knives. We don't shove them into the back of our mouths god, to clean yeah, them. That was probably a bad idea, but hey, I'm fine. I'm fine. You what? <laughs> you, you do have a wee bit of a history of drinks. And something going wrong, and then panicking on the podcast. <laughs> That's true. So, because we did our we did our shotgun tip off for whatever the hell episode that was. I don't really remember what the number either. was. I think it was like our early. I because what I wanted to do with two friends three questions was have like an anniversary episode every like twenty five fifty or you know seventy five or something, just to take a look back and like kind of revisit topics we discuss and also correct dumb shit we say. It never yeah. really worked because obviously we we weren't that big, <laughs> right. so it never worked. But yeah, I think it was one of those. And we you we did a shotgun tip off, and yeah, your beer just exploded in your studio, <laughs> like just and you just panicked, and you were like, "We gotta go, man! We gotta do this! I'm flipping out." I was, and I I I was taking video of that too. Um, mm-hmm. So that was on video, mm-hmm. and I like I got beer on my brand new monitors. That was a bad day. <laughs> yeah, that was a lot. That was really complicated. Um, but all right, Mitch. Cool. Well, all right, we got our drinks. You have not uh, killed yourself uh, by so stabbing. Far. Yeah, by <laughs> so far. We'll see if we got more podcasts to go. Um, well, yeah, man. But anyways, let's get back to the tunes, man. That's that's not why we're here to talk about <clears throat> basketball. Let's let's get into it. Uh, you, I, I think this is going to be a majority of you, so I'll let you kind of lead us in here where you want to start. But we, sure. uh, you texted me about a couple things you you wanted to talk about today, so we're all ears, Mitch. Let us all have right. It. Sounds good. We're back. Cool? Just as Mitch was getting going, we took a break. Um, <laughs> Should we, be good for a while now. Yeah. All right, we're back. So yeah, Mitch, lead us off. Uh, regale us, if you will. Uh, yeah. So. Um, me and the wife uh, went to a concert last weekend, um, and it was awesome. It was well, actually, it was Tuesday night, I think it was. Um, so not ideal, but uh, it was good. We um, there's there, uh, a band came into town, Andrew McMahon in the Wilderness, and um, it, it's a band that Erica has been like dying to see for a really long time. We've been trying to get you know tickets, but he's never played like close enough. Um, and if you don't know, Andrew McMahon is this guy who, in the early 2000s, he was in like an emo kind of uh, acoustic band named Jack's Mannequin. Um, incredible. And then shortly after that, he uh, was in a band called Something Corporate, um, which is kind of more upbeat version of that. And I'm a huge fan of Something Corporate. Erica has always been a big fan of uh, Jack's Mannequin. Um, and she likes his new music a lot, too. So turns out he was playing like 10 minutes away from our house. Um, and, and we were both like, yep, let's do it. We're going. Um so we went, um, I got off work and, uh, went right over there. Um, and it was a good time except for the reason I'm talking about it on the podcast is because I need to tell you some shit went down <laughs> that pissed me off and I needed <laughs> to talk about it on the podcast, uh, to, to try to do something. Um, <laughs> which, like, <laughs> yeah, which, uh, I, I have to just make sure that everyone's clued in is a rare thing. I, I think you get frustrated like a normal human, but for you to get genuinely pissed is not an everyday occurrence. I was seething. Yeah, and that I actually I would probably that would have been probably a little bit weird, scary almost for me to be around because I really have only <laughs> yeah. seen you really truly mad like once or twice. Yeah, and it's and it probably wasn't even your top ten. You know what I mean? So <laughs> right. it's that's, oh, you've not seen the tip of the iceberg. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but yeah, so yeah, what the fuck happened? So let me let me set the tone. Um, 
the show starts and the very first song um he does this really cool thing where he enters the venue from the very back of the room and the music kind of starts his band's up on stage he's nowhere in sight all of a sudden we just start hearing him sing and he's walking like from the back of the venue up to the front um and so he's kind of like singing his song the, the the crowd is freaking out because they're like the concert hasn't even started yet and he's like in the crowd with us this is such an entrance this is awesome i'm excited um so he does the basically the entire first song from the crowd and then he jumps the little barricade and then he goes up on stage and there's not a ton of people there so we were uh we were packed in pretty tight but there still wasn't a crazy amount of people there um was it like so after was it like general admission like standing yeah general admission standing room so so me and erica are probably like i don't know three rows back and and by that i mean there were like maybe two lines of people in front of us right right um so we were pretty close um as was everybody but after the first song he gets up on stage and starts his you know concert he's talking to the audience and uh before he gets into a second song somebody in the crowd yells play some old songs and mind you, I told you there's not very many people here. He 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 yelled it knowing that he was yelling it loud enough for Andrew McMahon to hear. Mm-hmm. Um, he already set the tone by, you know, coming in, hanging out with the crowd, letting people know this is an intimate show. Um, so that's what you can expect. And then immediately a guy that was probably had his arms right around him like 30 seconds earlier completely fucking turned on him and yelled hey we don't want to hear any of your new shit basically is essentially what he said um and so that pissed me off because first off don't come like (laughs) right right (laughs) if you if you're gonna do that and make an ass out of yourself it's not your job to tell the 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 singer what songs you want to hear and you're basically telling him that hey your old stuff was way better and again off record i completely agree (laughs) that's the stuff i wanted to hear which is why i googled the set list before i even showed up to see oh yeah he's gonna do like a mix of half old stuff half new stuff like i'm i'm fine with this let's do it um okay all right (laughs) But he, so God bless him, Andrew McMahon, when that guy said that, he flipped him off. Nice. Um, like while playing piano in one hand, flipping him off in the other hand. Um, and then he, he plays another song. And then I thought that was going to be the end of it. But after that song, Andrew McMahon was like, I got to say something because this is still really bugging me. So he felt the need to oh, like uh-oh. acknowledge. <laughs> so you, you could tell it like kind of like hurt his feelings. And like he's a, he's a pretty deeply, um, emotional dude that's what most of his songs are about he's had cancer and survived it um he so and a lot of his songs are about like breakups and love and uh dealing with cancer um so yeah he was basically just like i, I feel like i need to talk about this and he he, he what he uh, uh he he said some really good stuff he basically said like this stuff means a lot to me too like I have been in three different bands over the course of my career, over the course of my 25 years being in bands. And there, I wouldn't do that if I still didn't need to write songs as a healing process for me. So I understand that I wrote some really good songs like 20 years ago. But since then, I've also written some songs that I'm really passionate about and I think are awesome. Um, and I've written them about personal things in my life that I want to share with people. Um, so that's essentially what he said. And I was like, fuck yeah, man, that's awesome. Um, so anyway, I'm, I'm, I'm torn because I'm glad he said that, but also at the same time, by acknowledging that douchebag in the audience, what he was doing, and I don't think he intended to do this, but what he was doing was opening up the crowd for more comments, basically by inviting that guy in and saying like, Hey, I heard what you said, and here's what I'm going to say about it. You're kind of like in a not so like in a roundabout way telling the audience like hey i'm gonna encourage two-way communication like that's what we're gonna do this is intimate but also like feel free to shout out anything you want of course he didn't say that but that's what the crowd heard yeah so yeah uh and then from that moment on people just wouldn't shut the fuck up and it wasn't like they were like yelling things as bad or as obviously uh, glaringly rude as that first guy but even like positive comments like between songs people would like he he at one point he played a new song and he's like yeah this is a new one I, I have it's not on any records yet or anything he played it and this girl right in front of us after the song she was like that's a keeper andy so first off his name's not andy 
where do you get off calling him that uh second off i I, i'm glad that you like his new song you don't need to yell your approval he doesn't care about your approval neither do we but it's just the whole time just random comments from the crowd is like are we at a comedy show are these hecklers right now right right oh i was livid and then that wasn't even the worst part (laughs) the worst part was immediately from the first song when he started playing this girl right in front of us got out her phone and started taking video of the concert. Mm. And I, I, and again, we were right behind her. So all I could see was her arm and then the very top of his head. Um, two or three songs go by and I'm like, she's doing the whole thing. She never dropped her phone. She never stopped. And I'm like getting kind of annoyed. I'm like, okay, I get, you got your video, you got your pictures, phone goes away and enjoy the night. But no, every Mm -hmm. single fucking minute of every song, the entire concert, it ended up being she filmed with her camera, with with her phone, and she was right in front of us. And there were actually like two people right in front of us that were doing it. One girl, I don't think did it for every single song, Mm -hmm. but most songs. Um, And it got so bad that like probably after like halfway through the concert, I Eric was getting kind of annoyed and I was like, I'm going to, I'm going to say something. I'm going to tell her to stop. Um, and Eric was like, no, no. And then, uh, at one point, like a, a little while after that, I kind of like gently nudged Erica aside so I could like, and she was like right in front of me, but Erica was like between us. Um, I kind of tried to gently nudge Erica aside so I could like say something to her and Erica grabbed me. She's like, no, don't. <laughs> I was like, you got it. You got it. I can't just sit here the entire time and not say something. This is it. This is absolutely insane. Yeah. Um, so long story short, I ended up sitting there the entire time, not saying anything. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> but I absolutely would have. I was about to, um, cause that's insane. And then to make matters worse, <laughs> well, th- this part's actually kind of funny. The, like when she wasn't like on her phone, like this, like filming, she was I saw on her on her phone a couple times like there was there was a notification that popped up that said like storage full. <laughs> <laughs> so she had filmed so much her 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 memory was full. Yeah. And the first time I saw that notification, I'm like, fucking all right. All right. right yeah. Maybe, maybe <laughs> yeah. we'll get to enjoy this show now. Yeah. Um, but as soon as that notification popped up, she gets on her phone. Again, there's a concert happening not 10 feet away from her. She's on her phone for about five minutes, deleting pictures and videos and offloading podcasts. And I'm watching her do this the entire time. I'm like, are you kidding me right now? Just your phone is saying, hey, that's enough video. But you're like, nope, got to offload some of these podcasts I've already listened to. Um, God. Uh, She's deleting our podcast (laughs) from her phone. (laughs) That would have been hilarious. (laughs) That would actually have been amazing. That would have made it worth it. Totally. Absolutely. If I would have seen our little logo and our dumb faces on her phone, I would have let her go. I would have been. Ah! (laughs) Um, Well, I get why you're mad. I want to hop in and say I that would piss me off. It would it would really only piss me off. If it was like kind of contributing to me not enjoying myself as much as I would, mm-hmm. because I've seen a couple things, um, like I've seen some pretty heavy altercations at a Taylor Swift concert, oh. <laughs> which I think is hilarious <laughs> for sure. But that's what it is, is like, you know, there's these, you know, younger girls having a good time and they're being a little bit extra. They're like, instead of like singing the song, they're kind of screaming the song with it, but they're having a good time. And then a mom turns around and says, well, my daughter can't hear you're screaming too loud. And it's like, it's a fucking concert. Right. <laughs> so it's kind of hard. I And it did make me think, but I was like, well, they paid money for their tickets too, and they deserve to be able to enjoy the concert. But the people who are screaming behind them also paid money and should also be able to enjoy the concert how they want to enjoy the concert. I think what bothers me about the phone thing in particular is that doesn't that is not a criteria for you enjoying or not enjoying the show. You're right. watching a live performance. If you want to take pictures and take videos, sure. You, I mean, it's not that you're not allowed to do that, mm-hmm. but I would kind of call it... Well, if you're going to sit there and watch the concert through your phone the entire time, 
why be there at all? Exactly. Why not, you know, why don't artists just do a digital ticket and you set it home at your computer and watch it that way? Because you're not, you're watching it through your phone. Mm -hmm. And that was something I've never really understood. I'm not a big picture taker at concerts because I, the, the flash is the big thing. Also, we don't need our phones to be a professional grade fucking cinematography camera. (laughs) And, and all when they, when they up, when they put all this money into the cameras on phones, that's all they're doing is encouraging people to whip it out at any time yeah. to record everything in 1080 fucking P and like <laughs> exactly. 4k. It's just, you, you are encouraging people to do that. Right. And that's my thing too. Like, I think if you want to take a few pictures, uh, if, you, if you know, we were sitting up close enough that, yeah, we, we were close enough to get some good pictures. Erica took some, I think I took a couple, um, and hey, even if this is like your favorite artist and you were like, oh man, this song, you know, this particular song saved my life. I want to record this song or this part of this song. Not every fucking song. Because the other right. thing is, are you actually going to watch this later and like enjoy it? Because the quality is not good. I w- I've been watching you. I've seen the footage you're getting. It's not good. Yeah. You're moving all over the place. Yeah. <laughs> the audio quality is going to suck. You're front and center right near a subwoofer. Um, yeah. Yeah. You, you're not. You won't even be able to enjoy this later. And you're also not enjoying this now. Exactly. So No, I'm totally with you. You're not Spielberg. You're not getting any cool shots. And the audio is going to be so fucked up. It's just going to like <laughs> be like. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh man, this was great. Don't you remember this? You remember this, Tina? <laughs> Tina. Exactly. Do you have some sort of Jack's mannequin Patreon where you're selling these bootlegs? Is that what's going on here? Um, right. Because that's because I I decided that's what I was gonna say. I was gonna say, hey, have you gotten enough footage yet? Can we can we stop? Um, that that's in my head. That's what I was gonna say, but Erica didn't let me. Um, have you gotten enough footage yet? Uh, now, I will say I was thinking about that. I, I am going to take Erica's side on that one because you can say it. Maybe that would have discouraged her from stopping. But there's not a rule, you know. There's no rule. She's not even inclined to listen to me. Yeah. But <laughs> if she had said, uh, no, I'm going to keep filming, I would have been like, you got it. I mean, true. Yeah, you're not like a you know, you're not be like, fuck you. Right. Fuck you and your mom. <laughs> Whoa. Yeah, no, yeah, you're not, you're not that kind of person. Yeah, I know you're not gonna get in this like big giant shouting match with this <laughs> right. with this woman. Yeah, but uh, but I, I maybe would have taken Erica's side because as annoying as it is, but it, yeah, because if you are gonna do that too, I just feel like you all you have to do is just pick a spot. There should be it almost should be like restaurants from the '90s. You know what yeah. I mean? They had a smoking section and a non-smoking section. They should have a phone section at concerts and a non-phone <laughs> Dude, section. Dude, I love that idea. Isn't that kind of a Grateful Dead thing? Didn't they have like a section for people that were going to video and like make bootlegs? I think back in the day, that oh. their concerts, they were like, yeah, if you want to bring your video camera, you set up over here. Because uh, at the time, like concerts were like, absolutely no, no, no video shooting or anything. But they yeah. like the Grateful Dead, like encouraged their fans to like, hey, share our music, <laughs> please. <laughs> yeah, please. <laughs> yeah, please. We got one real distinct market that we can't really seem to break out of. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, I that would. Yeah, that's cool. Uh, I, I did not know that. So if they did that, that's kind of cool. But yeah, the same thing can apply. And I don't mean to be like boomery about phones, but it's like you're at a live yeah. event. That was my concern. I didn't want to come into this rant and sound like a boomer, but well, and you, I guess you have to walk that line. But in the same sense, it just doesn't make sense. And I think there's plenty of people that are probably younger that would also say, like, yeah, if I'm like seeing Billie Eilish, I might record some. But why would? I think the distinction is recording a song or two and then the whole concert. I yeah. don't think recording the whole concert makes any sense because yeah, your phone is not really made to record that much footage because you're not recording footage you're recording kind of a shitty video absolutely it's it's not made to do that for two hours there's not enough like videos are big yeah like that's a lot of memory (laughs) i watched her delete pictures and videos when she wasn't taking video she was looking down trying to figure out what she can delete to make more room for more shitty video yeah, I, I, I mean, I, I am definitely with you here. That is weird. It's weird, that level of commitment. Like, if you wanted to do that, why not bring an actual fucking camera? Yeah. <laughs> and record it so. that way. I, I I don't know. Yeah, I'm I'm totally with you. And I also, 
I do not think you sound boomery because I don't think it makes any fucking sense to go to a live event, record said live event, mm-hmm. and not participate and be a part of it. Yeah, and I maybe I she she I, I she was probably she was a little bit younger than us. I couldn't probably if I were to try to guess, I would say she was probably like twenty one to twenty four. Um, and I I will admit there was a time in my life where I took at least like one picture at every single concert I went to so I could post it on Instagram, and then I kind of realized like. I don't, what am I trying to prove here? Who cares if I got to see the show? Like in my, I, I was there and I'll never forget that. Yeah. <laughs> it was almost like I was trying to prove like, oh yeah, look at, look at this. I saw Snoop Dogg. Like, okay, well <laughs> I have seen Snoop Dogg. So like, well, you yeah, know, like I, I'm a big, <laughs> I personally am the kind of guy where it's like, Hey, we're having a good time. Let's ruin this moment and take a picture. Right. Yeah. I always say that as a joke, but I do kind of feel that. <laughs> and we we take pictures to to do that, to document, record a memory that is important to us. I've learned that when somebody says, let's take a picture, if they're a genuinely nice person, what they're saying is, this is really cool. I want to have a, a, some kind of physical manifestation of this moment. Yeah. And you take the picture. But... Uh, yeah, I was every single song monumental. I mean, unless she was like a diehard fan, I don't know. I I'm with you though. I think that that would have it. It would have made me mad seeing it. I would have been like, "You're fucking dumb." But if it was like impeding my view, yeah, it would have pissed me off. I I would have been yeah. right there with you. <laughs> well, thank you. Um, and then the, I also have to share this, kind of unrelated to that girl. Um, but it was it was kind of cool. He did one other thing towards the end of the concert where he went to go like talk to the guy um, from before that basically told him to only play old shit. <laughs> he he acknowledged him once again towards the end of the show. But he was like, he's like, hey, we're gonna do this thing. I want I want like total crowd participation. Um, so I want everyone like to put your hands up. And then he was like, I need my friend, my buddy that told me to only play old shit. I need you to run to the back to the bar and get me a shot of tequila <laughs> while we all do this. So that was hilarious. He played that off really well. Okay. Very professional, a professional way to handle a heckler. Um, and then I think the guy actually did it. I think he might have done it, which I thought was kind of cool because um, so while the guy was, you know, running to the back bar, getting him a shot of tequila, he got out this huge inflatable like donkey kind of thing. <laughs> and he got up on the inflatable donkey and we were all passing him around the crowd during like the middle of one song. So it was really it was really cool. It was a really cool experience. It's like, oh, my God, he's right there. Well, he's kind of doing like a crowd surfing thing, but. On an inflatable donkey, donkey. <laughs> which is also how I would crowd surf because I don't want that many people touching me. Absolutely. So yeah, yeah, I would definitely do that. But no, that is, yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah. And then I and then I looked over when it, when that song was all done, and there was a guy like leaning over the barricades, handing him a glass of something, and I think it was the guy that bought him a shot of tequila. I was like, well, that's cool. Um, but still, that guy's a piece of shit. Um, and you're also a piece of shit if you record the entire concert on your phone. I, yeah, I think just basic <laughs> concert etiquette. Just go. Have fun. Don't yell stuff out. It's not necessary. Don't record the entire fucking time. Just fucking go and be there yeah. and have a good time. You paid a ticket so you could be a listener. This is not a improv sketch where he's asking right. for... Uh, yeah. He's not Locations. asking for... <laughs> Can I get a location, please? <laughs> Yeah, exactly. It's not though. Don't make it about yourself. Um, and then, yeah, I'm. I just needed to bring it up on the podcast because I will say to the listeners: if you are someone who does either of those things, fuck right off. Yeah. Stop doing you it. You should probably. Stop now, I have that. enough faith in our listeners that I don't think there are any. Uh, I would hope. No, it, it seems <laughs> to be one in every hundred is kind of that yeah. person. You know, I, I think it's rare, but it, it's so, it's also just distracting. You know, it's kind of like yeah. it's kind of like if I went. And I was and I was a couple rows ahead of you guys, but I was kind of over to the right, and I had the gloves that have the lights on the fingers that people let go of the raves <laughs> do, and I was just practicing that the whole time. <laughs> right. You'd probably be like, "What the fuck is he doing?" <laughs> exactly. Like that is so distracting. Why are you doing that at a concert that is not a rave concert? Um, I was gonna say we. This is not the first time I know that that is not the first time you've experienced people yelling out things at a concert <laughs> yes. because we went and saw uh-huh. trampled by turtles in cincinnati a uh, many many a moon ago and apparently 
we were kind of newer fans, but apparently Trampled Ooh. by Eternals had a song called Silver and Gold. And apparently yep. there was two people behind us that really wanted them to play Silver and Gold. <laughs> Literally after every song, they yell, Silver and Gold! <laughs> and the thing is, it, this was different because we were so fucking far back. Our seats were not great by any means when we went to see Trampled by Turtles. The guys probably couldn't even hear what they were saying. Everybody was yelling. Right. I was like, you, I, that was my thing. Like, they can't hear you, so stop. But whereas at this Andrew McMahon concert, like, he can fucking hear you. <laughs> he made it very clear that he's 15 feet away from us. Right. Um, and he was participating in the crowd not 20 seconds ago. <laughs> Well, and well, and what we did, our reaction to that at the time was, well, you started it and I joined, but it was just like, play what you want, play <laughs> yeah, whatever right. feels good, and then that's right. which which felt a little antagonistic. But <laughs> right. now I will give some credit to the guy at the show that you were at. I will give him at least the slight benefit of the doubt is that it quieted down. He said it, and I I almost wonder if there was a tinge of like. Ah, maybe shouldn't have fucking said that. I thought that was going to play better. Like, if he flipped him off, he might have been like, oh, I thought that was funnier than I thought. Oh, shit. Maybe. And, yeah, maybe that was a sobering moment for him where he was like, uh, now I know how to behave at future concerts. But I doubt that's what happened. Yeah, more than likely. I mean, as someone who has put their foot in their mouth countless times in their life, I can at least say I've, I've, I just start talking and words come out. You know what I mean? Uh, so, but uh, no, I, I am with you, and I, I would say I'm pretty much in full agreement. Just just there's nothing you can yell out that is important except stop the show, someone's dying. Yeah, I don't want to hear much. anything else out of your mouth because it cannot be that interesting or important. Exactly. It is yeah. unneeded. <laughs> we, we paid $30 per ticket to see this guy, not you. Yeah, not you. So. Yeah, exactly. And if you want to pick your own set list, go out there and start your own band and write songs that are half as good as Andrew McMahon has written. Well, and, <laughs> then you can pick the goddamn set list. And you kind of brought <laughs> up a good point that I've never really thought about doing. And it's kind of a music nerd thing to do, but it's actually a really good call is Googling what the set list might be. Because, yeah. okay, well, I guess in all fairness, I have thought of this. I did this with the Foo Fighters because I remember... Yeah. You know, Aaron and Katie went and saw the Foo Fighters, and uh, I was like, well, you remember, like, what songs they played? And it was so long ago they didn't, but I, I went yeah. online, I Googled the set list, and I was like, oh, yeah, this was the set list that they, you know, is recorded for that show. So, yeah, that, I mean, that's a good idea. That would be a good tip for that guy to Google <laughs> right. it and say, like, oh, okay, he's going to play some old stuff. It's chill. It's chill, you know. Yeah. And not just exactly. have to berate him of, like, you know, play your old shit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, your new stuff sucks, but I still paid thirty dollars a ticket. Yeah, yeah. It's kind of <laughs> like going to a sports game. It's kind of like going to a baseball game and leaving by the seventh inning. Why'd you come? Pretty much. Yeah. Why'd you come? <laughs> Score's tied. Why are you leaving? <laughs> Why? Why'd you even come? Yep. So, um, but yeah, no, I am with you. I am with you. Um. All right, Mitch. Well, uh, do you where do you want to go from here? What's the S on the docket? You're kind of leading this charge today. <clears throat> sure. Yeah. Um. So next, um, let's talk about what I've been up to for the past year. Yeah. Is that cool? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> January first, twenty twenty two. I awoke. Started my day. Existential dread. You're not far off. Uh, <laughs> Captain's log. <laughs> Starting. So I've. <laughs> sorry. All right. Sorry. Yes. Yes. You. What. What have you been? Uh. Uh. You. You have. Now you have alluded to on both podcasts a a project of sort that. Yeah, I've kind of kept it uh, close to the vest, but um, by the time this podcast comes out, I think it will be Facebook official. I think it'll be public knowledge. Um. So I wanted to share with you because I'm something excited that uh, I've been working on that is kind of relevant to the podcast uh, in some ways, other ways not. But um. Yeah. Basically, in March of last year, me and Erica, my wife, uh, bought a horse trailer, and we have spent pretty much every single weekend uh, since last March um, 
uh, going to uh, to work on it. Um, it's actually currently in Wabash. Um, it's at my brother's house. He's been a saint about letting us keep it there. He's even helped us out a ton. Um, so shout outs to my brother, Matt. But um, yeah, this has been a project a year in the making. Um, we've been renovating it to uh, convert into a mobile coffee bar slash rolling record store. Um, and we are just about done. Um, it's, it's kind of, uh, just some, some minor things to, to fix up, uh, get some decals for it, um, fix it up a little bit. Um, but, uh, yeah, it's taken a while over a year and what our plan is to, uh, drive around, uh, to different events and stuff in, uh, around the Fort Wayne area for now, um, the North central Indiana area where we're located, um, and just sell coffee and um, hopefully sell some records too, because, um, you know, we, we talked at length. Um, we named our podcast after vinyl. I'm huge into vinyl and um, I have a collection that's just too big <laughs> so that I want to start seeing some returns on that. So I'm also going to use that as a, as an excuse to sell some more records, uh, maybe buy some more. Um, so yeah, we're pretty excited about it. We have a couple events planned as of right now. We have kind of a private event uh, coming up, but uh, hey, I guess I'll give it a shout out. If you're in the Fort Wayne area on July 29th, we will be at Sweet Cars um, is our first public event. There's going to be a car show going on that day. Um, so find us on Facebook and Instagram. Uh, Fairfo- uh, Fairfax Coffee Co. is what our Instagram handle is, Fairfax Coffee. Um, and then on Facebook also, Fairfax Coffee. Um, so yeah, that was my little spiel. Um, thanks for the... Uh, Thanks for uh, letting me have uh, have, a, have a little bit of an ad here. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. This show brought to you by Mitch's other endeavor. That's kind of weird. Do you, you, you sponsor the podcast? You do. I did. I, I, that's kind of how I felt a little bit. Wait, I was like, is this an ad? Because like, I mean, I technically, I guess technically, if you run your own podcast, you can put whatever ads in there you want, and you don't have to pay for it. That's true. So that's a good point. You own <laughs> both intellectual property. Yeah. So there you go. Well, yeah, yeah. maybe I'll Venmo you. Like, I'll, I'll Venmo, Venmo you a few bucks for your time later. Oh, perfect. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Um, well, we're not. Com- oh, sorry. I want to make sure I was recording. I, I hit. I hit the space bar. The dreaded space bar. Um, anyways, well, we're not. Com- just drop a flag. Make sure you delete everything you just said. No free. <laughs> no free ad space. Yeah. No free ad space. Um, well, we're not completely done because I do I do want to say a couple things. Uh, one, this is an idea that Mitch you have had since I literally met you. Yeah. Um. So it's a it's it's pretty exciting. It's pretty it it's I'm really fucking stoked. I'm a little nervous. I don't know how you're <laughs> as am I. Okay, I don't know how you're doing with nerves, but I've been I've been pretty nervous over the past year because it's just like. Ah, it's just I'm so I'm so excited. I just I want obviously I'm just rooting for you. I want it to be gangbusters all over the place, but we don't know. But it's a really solid idea, and I think yeah. one thing that kind of drew me to you as a as a friend and somebody I wanted to get to know is just you you just and I'm sure the idea you had then is a little bit different than the idea that you had now. Maybe at least in the details. Um, mm-hmm. But you just see, you really had it like planned out. You knew what the vibe you wanted, what you kind of wanted it to look like, what you kind of wanted it to be. And to this day, I really haven't really walked into a coffee shop slash record store <laughs> ever. Yeah, totally, man. Well, so um, yeah, as, yeah, I guess, as you mentioned, I did have this kind of idea back in college. It actually is the reason I changed majors and partly the reason I moved back to uh, Fort Wayne and left you in Cincinnati by yourself. But um, I, I, I knew I had to, had to like learn a little bit about business um, to do this. And uh, yeah, my, my dream, the end goal is to have a coffee shop slash record store. That's like a brick and mortar location um, where you can go and drink some coffee and hang out, do your homework and listen to records, buy records, um, a place to just go and talk about music. And um, this is kind of like a, the first physical like stepping stone in that uh in that direction because um you know we've co- we came to the conclusion that like you know I've been talking about this for so long I'm kind of sick of talking about it while I can't afford to quit my job and go and start this record store right now because that's a lot that's a big 
ask. Um, right. What I can do is, you know, buy, you know, sp- spend a lot less on a trailer, um, learn how to kind of do everything myself, do the woodworking, learn a little bit of plumbing, um, and spend basically in a, the better part of a year um, dropping a little bit of money here and there at, rather than take out a huge loan uh, from the bank. And, you know, that stuff's scary. So, um, yeah, really excited about like, you know, like I said, this is something physical that <laughs> exists now. Um, so, yeah. 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 No, it's 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 like I've always said, I thought it was a really awesome idea. You definitely are really passionate about it. Um, you have a really kick-ass wife who also is really into it. And also, I will give credit where credit's due. Maybe the brains behind the operation a little bit. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. She's, she's got a lot of shit figured out. So yeah, she's, she's got a lot of <laughs> shit figured out because I'll ask you questions and you're like, well, and I'll ask Erica <laughs> a question and she's like, oh, yeah, no, I fucking, I got it right here. Yeah, just, uh, yeah, to, yeah. you know, and I'm like, oh, my God. Yeah, wow. She's damn. been... Even though I am the business major, she's been doing most of the business. Uh, <laughs> most of the business. She uh, she's been in contact with everyone that we need to be in contact for regarding like the health department uh, restrictions, uh, getting like permits and everything. She's done a lot of that stuff, um, and I couldn't have done it without her. In fact, I wouldn't have done it without her. Um, but man, I'm so excited that we both have this thing that we can uh, kind of work on together. That you know will eventually hopefully fingers crossed uh, be able to support us a little bit financially but also just this thing that we can like care about and put our creative efforts into um one thing i was going to tell you literally just last night um erica had never seen the fresh pots video no way i i told yeah i I made a reference to it i was like fresh pots and i she had no idea what i was talking about so i put on the, the i put on the youtube video and she was like we should incorporate that into like the, the coffee somehow. And I was like, fuck, that's a really good idea. I've never even thought to do that. Um, so like on our literally just, this is so dumb, but it's something that I'm so excited about. Like we have the power to be like, yeah, here's our coffee shop. Here's our menu right under where it says drip coffee, $3. We're just going to put exclamation points, fresh pots. pots. (laughs) And just that, that brings my heart so much joy. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) That's a joke just for me and Erica. Uh, so, and maybe you. <laughs> yeah, no, I'll enjoy it. Fresh pots. I don't have a fucking yeah. coffee problem. You know what my problem is? It's not a fresh fucking pot. <laughs> yeah, man. So just little little things like that that um you know are part of our uh, who we are as a person. Like I get to put it into something like this is my personality. Um, something goofy and music, uh, nerdy about music. I'm gonna put it into this thing, and um, yeah. So I will. I will be straight up honest with you. I am not the original. Um, having a coffee shop slash record store was not an was not a Mitch Daisy original idea. Um, there is actually a coffee shop in Louisville that has been doing it for a while. Um, called please and thank you so go check it out yeah however i will say the first time i was there and i haven't been there in a while um so this is not shade i was very underwhelmed by their amount of records they had like maybe a few crates um so i was like oh well i mean you can't really call yourself a coffee shop slash record store when you have like maybe 100 records for sale so basically i took that idea and i was like okay well what if you did like kind of half and half yeah just yeah yeah (laughs) so (laughs) <laughs> no, I, I mean, yeah, that's the thing. I mean, it's, yeah, it's like it exists, but I think that's the thing. I think we've even talked about that a little bit, how it kind of feels like they might do really, really well at one, but not so much at mm-hmm. the other. Like, there's probably a bunch of record stores that also like, oh, hey, we got coffee. Yeah. But like, mm-hmm. you know, what do they really have coffee-wise? You know what I'm saying? Right. You you might be a man who knows too much about coffee, um to like a bordering on like obnoxious degree of your coffee you know it's like you know i've got lord of the rings you know what i mean you have coffee (laughs) um you know it kind of feels like that it's that level of an of intense passionate (laughs) knowledge of uh of that um but yeah so i'm sure it's there but yeah just the way you described it to me and when when i hear you talk about it i'm just like that sounds fucking dope because you know what sucks when you're like 16, 17 
and you're not yeah. really a, a good kid, but you're not really a bad kid. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not going to go do, Chris, you know, methamphetamine and, you know, run a train on a girl at a party. You know, a la Euphoria is the joke I'm making. I'm realized I just got to make that clear. Yep. Well, thanks for making that clear because I've not seen Euphoria, so I was very in the dark. Right, right, right. <laughs> But it sucks because I could go to a city and then I could hang out in a comic book store. Well, that gets old quick. And you yeah. don't have a lot of money, so you could go to another place and I could go to a record store. Well, I bought one record, but I can't really sit around this record store all day. <laughs> right. Well, I guess I'll drive down to Tim Hortons and sit in there because I'm allowed to and I'll read my comic book and stare at my record. But, you know, it would be fucking <laughs> dope. 16, 17 years old, a little bit of money to burn. Go grab a nice cup of coffee, pick up a couple records, sit there on my MacBook, and type about how uh, how uh, you know our previous generation ruined the world for us. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Absolutely, man. Well, and that was the other thing that that kind of led to this is I I had that same idea like in college when we were going to a Christian college and I was under 21, so I didn't drink at all. I didn't yeah. really go to bars. Um, I I love live music. I wanted to go see live music, but if you're not going to a bar there your options are very limited um there were a few like coffee shops that had live music every once in a while um but then uh you know uh oh and then same side of that coin i would actually go to coffee shops to work on homework and stuff like you know i want to i want to be productive and i want to get out of my my room that i've been in you know all day um let's just go to a coffee shop put on some headphones kind of block out the world and be productive work on my uh, work on my homework and um I was just kind of thinking there's tons of people that are either under 21 and can't go to bars that want to do the same or just don't want to drink. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. um, and, and that's kind of why I got into coffee so hard is mostly the, uh, the environment, the, uh, the, yeah, the environment that a coffee shop allows to have. It's very community driven. It's very personal. It's basically like cheers. Uh, but instead of serving beer, they serve Cortados. <laughs> 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 Correct. You lost me a little bit on the analogy, but I hear you. I, I think <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, but no, yeah, man. Uh, super fucking stoked for you. Everybody, check out Fairfax Coffee. Check it out on their social media. Keep an eye out. Super excited. Definitely, definitely show Mitch that support because um, I, I've seen the work you've put in. Not, I, I guess, directly. I guess I haven't necessarily been yeah. there the entire time. <laughs> Uh, but I've seen it. I, I, I've it, it's once again something you've talked about since we met. So to just see you even getting to this point is fucking exciting. Is so exciting, and you know I even think about it because this is how I am. It's how my brain works. Even if you maybe one day don't get to that brick and mortar store, mm -hmm. if you kick ass with it being a pop up, I mean that's even still great. The f just doing yeah. it taking the chance on it believing in the idea is is one of the more important things you could do in life and i and i also think it's a really good idea and the amount of love and care that you guys are already putting into it is a is a really good sign um and yeah you're like oh yeah i'll just learn how to fucking do plumbing uh i guess <laughs> i'll just figure that out uh you know that's that's one fucking impressive and two kind of shows that level of commitment and uh i think in a world where we all want to start our own business and think that we're you know cracking the code of, you know it, it's kind of cool for you to just be like yeah i gotta do this shit myself you know i'm not taking out a big loan and just you're not like well i started going to garage sales and you know <laughs> taking that and it, it, you know <laughs> you know it's yeah. just, it's just cool that you have like a good solid idea that can work and you're giving yourself the skills in order to let that idea flourish. And I think that's yeah. a really good fucking sign. So I'm super stoked. Everybody pay attention. Really excited. Um, you know, it'd be fucking dope. Just five years from now. All right. Humor me. Five, okay. five years from now. Gangbusters. You're killing it. You got a brick and mortar location. You're there. You got a staff of people. Everybody's coming in, coming out. You and me. I show up. You know, it's like a it's like a Saturday afternoon. You know, I come in. Oh, hey, what's sure. up, man? You and me <laughs> go to the back room. We go in. We sit down. We do the podcast. Oh hell yeah, that would be great. We should have a we could have a podcast studio there. Yeah, yeah. Just build a. <laughs> okay, that might be a lot, but yeah, no, yeah. Just fucking do it. 
I will. Yeah, yeah, build it in the back room. I'll just show up, you know, get a coffee, look through. I was like, oh, yeah, you got some new uh, Arcade Fire in. Dope, dope, dope. <laughs> That's we'll awesome. go. We'll, I love we'll that. We'll pop in the back yeah. and then, oh, yeah, f- fucking we'll go in the back, throw the, a record on, boom, 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 live podcast. Yeah, there we'll you just go. review it live. <laughs> well, so that that brought up another funny point that that was a lot like high fidelity so for all of you listeners that sat through the entire high fidelity podcast going like why does he care so much about this fucking movie mm-hmm. <laughs> that's why um it's deeply personal to me and i i hinted that at the time but now i can tell you why because that is literally my dream to have a record store um slash coffee store coffee shop um so yeah and the last thing i'll say um if you're not in the fort wayne area and you want to find other ways to support us um really all i'd ask is uh check us out on instagram and facebook give us a like there give us a share um we are also selling records on discogs so if you do listen to records and like buying them um hit me up i'll send you a link to what we have available um or i'll sell you some merch i don't care like i'll do anything uh yeah <laughs> i'll do anything dude you can, I, I will sell you anything yeah you want feet pics i got you <laughs> done um <laughs> Yeah, and I will say that I have bought a record from you through Discogs. <laughs> That's true. You did, and I was pretty pissed about it because I was like, man, we just paid Discogs 9% of both of our money <laughs> for no reason. Yeah, you were you were actually, and you were on vacation when I ordered it, too. Like, you were actually a little bit mad about it. I wanted to, give, I wanted to boost the Discogs brand, dude. But the, well, what I will well, I say. I appreciate that. Even unbiasedly, I will. I am trying to say this. On, he knows what he's doing. It was awesome. It arrived great. It was perfect. He knows what he's doing. Mitch has taught me, which is really kind of funny, because I was kind of the one. I didn't introduce you, but I kind of like helped pique your interest of vinyl. You totally did, man. I'll give you that. Absolutely, you did. You kind of you introduced me for sure. And then nowadays, <laughs> you taught me a lot about selling records, learning about records. So Mitch knows his shit. So if you are into vinyl. He's one, he does have a really good collection. There's a lot of cool shit in there. Two, if you're not, maybe give it a shot and maybe and maybe buy a record from uh, Fairfax to get started out. Yeah, sweet. Well thanks. Thanks, man. Thanks for the support. Of course, of course. If you were bad at any of it, I wouldn't say anything. <laughs> That's true. Because <laughs> I am that kind of person. So if you were bad at any of this, I wouldn't have said a word. Yep, that's true. That that means a lot. <laughs> okay. Um, all right. Well, let's wrap this baby up, Mitch. Here lately, what you been cranking, man? I have been cranking. Um, so when we went to the uh, Andrew McMahon show, um, there was a guy that opened for him by the name of William something Sherry is his last name, William Sherry. And um, he's this kind of like bigger guy that just had an acoustic guitar. And if when he first came out, I was kind of like, oh, this is going to be kind of weird that he's opening for like a rock band. Right. Because it was just him, a solo act, singer, songwriter. And he started playing and singing. He's got a great voice. And I was like, Man, this guy, like, he's it's very soulful, but it's also, I mean, country it's, he's like he's kind of this like country artist um that i didn't expect at all um but he started singing and then like halfway through i'm like man this sounds so familiar who who does he sound like what i always do that right, like, who, right. who 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 can i compare this to who does he sound like um and i couldn't figure it out and then like when the concert when his set was almost over he was like Thank you for listening. By the way, my name is William Sherry. I used to be in a band called The Ghosts of Paul Revere. And I'm like, oh, fuck. <laughs> because I know who that is, The Ghosts of Paul Revere. They were a really good band that I got into around 2013, 14-ish. Um, it's this kind of acoustic, almost bluegrass band. Um, yeah, I think I that, remember. Uh, yeah. You probably, I've you've probably heard some of their stuff because yeah. I'm sure we we may have even talked about it before. Yeah, right? I think we may have. Wow, that's pretty wild. Yeah, so that was kind of a uh, yeah crazy. It was like small world moment. Um, but yeah, basically ever since that show, um, I've been listening to a lot of the Ghost of Paul Revere because I kind of forgot about how awesome they were. Um, the song I'm going to put on is called San Antone, um, which is one of my favorite songs by them. It starts off really kind of slow and chill and acoustic, and then it builds up to this great wall of bluegrass banjo sound. Um, so I love that kind of shit. So dig it yeah what about you uh yeah mine's a little bit lame this time around because i kind of didn't prepare very well for this episode because mitch (laughs) kind of had everything in tow so i was like i'm gonna kind of take it easy on this one um but with that being said uh the foo fighters are moving forward 
They announced their new drummer, Josh yeah. Freeze, or Freeze, or however you actually mm-hmm. say it. I'm not sure. Um, they're moving forward with him. Uh, I've talked to a lot of people about it. I've talked to you about it. I've talked to Logan about it. Um, I don't really know how to feel. I think the actual sadness of them u- losing Taylor is kind of hitting me because now they're moving forward. Mm-hmm. There's right. and there could even be Foo Fighter fans at some point that don't that have to learn about who Taylor Hawkins is. Oh wow, yeah, that feels very strange. Yeah, and it's you know, I've um, I've kind of come out trying to defend Foo Fighters because I hear I hear a lot of people raz on them. Uh, basically. The general consensus with the Foo Fighters is what I hear people say is they're a great live band. I just don't dig their songwriting. I think it's very vanilla and boring, uh, which I'm like, okay, well, I guess I kind of have to admit myself. Yeah, I guess it's not the White Album. Okay, God, <laughs> fine. Um, Are you talking about Weezer's White Album? <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, Weezer's White Album. No, not the Beatles one. That one's terrible. Um I, I'm just in a really weird spot with the Foo where it's like, I want to support him. I want to be a part of this, but it's like, I'm not ready to move on. I'm not ready mm-hmm. to accept what you guys are doing. And I was kind of talking to Logan and he brought up a good point. Cause I was like, I'm really surprised. And he's like, I, I'm surprised. He's like, Eli, they'll never stop. And I was like, oh, I don't know if mm-hmm. that could be my favorite band. You have to stop. You have to just admit that it's, done maybe it's not right now but how many foo fighter albums can they feasibly put out mm-hmm. and how many of them well, can be good i mean like I, I i agree like i mean there's because the a lot of my favorite bands started out really strong and then i just got slowly and slowly like less interested in their stuff because it wasn't hitting me the same way but also if you think about like well what andrew mcmahon said like i wouldn't have been doing this 30 years if i didn't need to do it like if if songwriting didn't help me heal you know dave he lost his drummer best friend and his mom in the same year like i'm sure he had some shit to say about it he had to process by writing some songs and I'm sure he feels the need to share those because um, it heals people, man. So yeah, I it's you know I I I completely understand where you're coming from, but it's he's made it very clear that he's not writing songs for fame or fortune. Um, he's already got all the money he will ever need. Um, true. Yeah. He's just doing it because he needs to. Yeah. True. So. True. A hundred percent. Yeah. I think I just like I I always like when the Foo Fighters put out a good album, and I'm into that new album, or I'm into the I'm like. Maybe let's hang it up, boys. Let's end on this high note. You know what I mean? Because I just don't yeah. want them to be like Kiss out there. You know what yeah. I mean? It's just, but, you know. Uh, no, yeah. I think that's a really good perspective. And, you know, hey, I do love it. I get fucking hyped about every new Foo Fighters album. So yeah, I'm talking all about all this because it's not on the playlist yet, but I would say let's go ahead and throw it on there, even though we talk about the Foo Fighters, is, uh, yeah, their new single, Rescued. Um, they have another single. Actually, I'm going to go ahead and look at their Spotify page because I've listened to both. Both are pretty good. Yeah. Uh, oh, actually, there's one I haven't heard. There's one called Show Me How, which I don't think I've actually listened to yet. So they're okay. they're releasing these singles. Um, actually, if you haven't heard any or if have heard one, you pick your favorite Foo Fighters single you've heard. Okay. Yeah, I have heard a couple of them. I don't think I've heard the most recent one, but I will. By the way, did you know Josh Freese actually played drums on a couple Weezer songs? Did he really? <laughs> he. Yep. There's the coalescence of bands right there. Um, I because I, uh, I I I pulled up his Wikipedia page and it said that he had like he used to be a ba- a drummer for Weezer and I'm like no that's not right yeah so I went to Weezerpedia.com obviously stop. to check it fucking stop <laughs> it exists that's insane. <laughs> Oh man, it exists. Um, apparently, he played three songs off of Ratitude, um, and then shortly after that, he actually toured from with them as their touring drummer from 2009 to 2012 because there was a very weird time where their drummer Pat actually played guitar on tour with them. Uh, so, so I guess Josh Fries came in to take over Pat's drumming. Oh wow. He might be a bit overqualified for that gig. <laughs> Completely agree. Yeah, he really is. He's a great drummer. It is exciting. I think he uh, I think he carries a pretty cool attitude. So I am excited to see what they do. And I don't think he played on the new record. I think he 
is getting brought yeah. on to tour, and that's his main gig is is mainly touring. He'll just oh yeah, yeah like he's he's a pretty solid drummer for Devo. Like he's yeah, he was in Devo, The Vandals, Guns and Roses, A Perfect Circle, Nine Inch Nails. Yeah, it's, I was reading all that off Weezerpedia. Yeah, it, it, <laughs> <laughs> you hate it so much every time I say it. <laughs> I just that's how Weezer fans are, man. They're the nerd, nerdiest, dorkiest fucking <laughs> wow, we need a you know, we need uh, Wikipedia's not good enough. We need our own page for everyone. <laughs> Ratitude is a sleeper. <laughs> um but yeah, anyway. <laughs> yeah, so I'm excited to see what the food do. Uh I'm excited about that. I'm excited about Mitch's endeavors with uh Fairfax and uh I'm just riding those coattails, bud. You just sign me up for whatever good idea you have. I'm just going to be right there, and I'll be like, let's turn it into a podcast so I can participate. You got it. In- <laughs> for sure. Well, I think our next venture should be the uh, the novelty guitar pedals. Like, <laughs> I, Honestly, I could sit in a room and come up with those all day. So in, yeah, for in sure. all fairness, it, it might be. All right. Well, thank you guys for listening. This has been the final run to your podcast. Um, join us next week. We'll have some other bullshit to talk about. Uh, and I'll let you know what happens with the NBA finals. Uh, I'll just keep you abreast. I'll have a little NBA <laughs> corner each week. And I'll get you Although, this episode's not going to come out for three more weeks, so I'm pretty sure they'll all Oh, know. okay. Don't look at anything sports-related for three weeks. I'll regale you with what's going on your your new source of nba information me baby all right uh scotty i hope you like that uh teriyaki jalapeno beef jerky if you did go ahead and uh beam us on out of here beam us up beam us up oh wait i me and charlotte as throws it in who scotty one sec can you just hold it one sec (laughs) Don't don't beam too fast. Just just don't don't pre beam. Don't don't pre beam. <laughs> uh, me and Charlie have been rewatching Breaking Bad. Oh sweet! And there's a scene where Honey Badger and Skinny Pete. Uh, Honey Badger talks about uh, his plot for a Star Trek episode, <laughs> okay. and it involves Scotty and beaming. Where you remember it's like the pie eating contest, and Scotty's beaming the pies out of. Chekhov's stomach, oh, and then he accidentally... I forgot about Yeah, that. and I was like, yeah, Scotty! <laughs> That's uh, But all right, Scotty, hit it. Beam us up, buddy. You got it. <laughs> Boom.